This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You know, one of the most serious and pressing social issues, of course, has been uh, the number of overdose uh, deaths. So today we got from the BC Coroner Service at least a reason to feel that progress has been made. Uh, I mean, obviously still extremely serious, but the number of overdose deaths in the first five months of 2019 have fallen by 30%. But as they say, 462 people died in the first five months. That's a better number, but obviously a long way to go. I've got Dr. Jane Buxton on the line with me, harm reduction lead for the BC Centre for Disease Control. Jane, I, I found it hard to how to quantify those stats or, or describe those stats because 462 jumps out at me, people dying in the first five months, but at the same time, it's still 30% better. Yes, you're right. It still remains unacceptably high despite all the interventions that have been um, implemented, but it does add a glimmer of hope because it is less than 2017 and 2018, but it's still far higher than it was in the previous years. So no, we can't be complacent. We have to keep trying, working harder to try and reduce it even more. Is it possible to know, you know, the number of strategies being employed at this point? Is it possible to uh, know at this stage which ones are more effective or are they all effective? Or is this the, uh, the result of something else? Maybe just education, maybe the public becoming more aware of the danger here. It's a very complex problem, so we need multifaceted interventions. So there was a paper that was released last month in June, which showed that the numbers of deaths would have been two and a half times higher if we hadn't had the take-home naloxone program, the ramp-up of the opioid agonist therapy, and the overdose prevention sites. So we know they are working. We know that they are helping to reduce the numbers. But whilst there is still prohibition, whilst the content of street drugs is unknown, fentanyl is still there, it's very toxic, and it continues to kill people. Is it possible to extrapolate from those numbers uh, that if we just did, you know, sort of we're doing something, there's a result, but if we did twice as much in those regards, like you just listed, you know, three different strategies there, if we just sort of doubled them, uh, is it that kind of problem that if we, it's a, a problem of scale, if we're finding things that are starting to have a positive impact, if we just scale it up, maybe we can get that number down significantly again? Scaling up would help, would help, but different people will be will find different interventions acceptable. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, for example, will wishes to use an overdose prevention site where they're observed whilst they're injecting. Not everybody can. Some people may be um, not being open with their use and continue to use alone. So it's so multifaceted, and we need to have that range of interventions so. Everybody can find something that can help them be safer. We need to offer a multitude of opportunities and tools so that people can make informed choices and help them to be safer. I love you're making. I love that you're making that point because too often when it gets reported, uh, you know, when we think about it, we oversimplify. Whether it's the same thing with homelessness, as if there's one cause of homelessness, as an mm-hmm. example, or one cause of uh, addiction, or one cause of overdose from a casual use, or what would be 
you know, considered a casual use. I mean, as you said right at the outset, this is an incredibly complex problem and there's no easy fix here. Correct. And we we just have to be creative. And I think many people are now supporting that we need a safe supply of opioids so that people can have increased opioid agonist therapy, other forms of opioids that unknown not to contain, that the people know what they're taking, they're not containing fentanyl. And then obviously expanding treatment and other things is really important as well. But whilst there's fentanyl in the um, street market supply, people are going to continue to die. It is so toxic and it's because it's unregulated, nobody knows what they're getting. Wow. Uh, it's an overwhelming problem, as you say, by its complexity and by the sheer numbers uh, there. But uh, I think for the, the day myself today, I'll uh, at least think we're going in the right direction mm-hmm. and uh, take some solace in that. Although, as we said at the outset, 462 dead is a shocking number in the first five months. Uh, Dr. Jane Buxton, thanks so much for finding time for us today. My pleasure. Thank you. Dr. Buxton is harm reduction lead for the BC Centre for Disease Control.